Welcome to another episode of An Evening in the Odds, a podcast about the 2000s and early 2010s pop culture. I'm Kay. I'm M. And today we're recapping uh, a Lizzie McGuire episode um, called Night of the Day of the Dead. It's one of uh, Disney Channel's only Halloween episodes that they have. It's one of the very few. And we're just going to recap that, talk a little bit about that, and then uh, maybe do some, like, questions or, you know, getting to know you things. Chit-chatting. About... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? If you, if you want if you want to just listen for the episode, <laughs> I mean, we'll let you know when we're done. But if you want to get, a, get to know us a little bit, you know, that'll be at the end, I guess, if you... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. So, yeah. Um... Do you have anything, any announcements you want to make at the beginning? Um, I don't think so. Uh, let me see. I feel like, uh, one second, I have to edit this out. Well, we are at 100 followers now, and I'm just, I'm so happy for that. So thank you to all of our fans <laughs> and our loyal yeah. followers. Yeah. So thank you. And um, I don't have anything else to add. Um, <clears throat> what about you? Um, no, I guess just tell your friends about us, you know, it's not even like, maybe here, maybe the reason you listen to our podcast is because after listening to so much true crime, you need a little palate cleanser. We are a good palate cleanser because this is not a, obviously not a true crime podcast. This is just a very nostalgia, light and breezy, easy, like something that'll help you like feel like you were when you were nine. So... Yeah, I was like um, thinking to myself, like watching because we've been like we recapped the That's a Raven episode, the Halloween one, and then the Sweet Love Zack and Cody one. And I was watching like those things, and I was like, watching more of That's a Raven today. And those like Disney Channel, those old uh, TV shows are just so comforting, mm-hmm. and they just make you feel safe. <laughs> yeah, and so I think that if anything you can get from this podcast is that like just yeah like being reminiscing and stuff and also just knowing like oh you know that you like all the stuff that we're going to be recopying and like you enjoy it and it'll just be a fun time and so should we get started sure okay so i'm i did the same thing i did last time where i did where are they now um but yeah so lizzie mcguire ran from 2001 to 2004 and this episode was in the first season which is probably means that it was in 2001 I was six. Um, I was four. <laughs> so, so obviously, I don't remember this being on air, but I do remember I like our it. older siblings watching Lizzie McGuire and like myself like watching reruns. So, I yeah. definitely was a fan of Lizzie while it was like on. And same with the Lizzie McGuire movie. I we saw that in theaters. I totally remember that. I was yeah. that old. I um, remember, especially this episode, maybe it was mostly reruns, I remember, but I feel like I watched it when it aired, because I guess I was six. And I, I think I, I've always watched a lot of TV, I confess. So, yeah. But yeah. So this is in 2001. So um, we'll just take you back, pretend it's 2001. I don't know where you are right now. Um, I was six, so I was in first grade. I was still cute. This is before I got ugly. And then I was just, I was just really, you know, living my life, really just enjoying my life. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I have the, or did you want to introduce the, or like, uh, recap the, yeah, I'll just go through where people at right now. Like, or where are they now? So I'm only doing, let's see, I'm only doing the kids. I'm not doing the parents. Um, but yeah, so we'll start with Hillary Duff. So obviously Hillary, Hillary Duff probably had 
the most thriving career out of all the people on Lizzie McGuire. So after Lizzie McGuire, she was in the Cinderella story, which we all know very well. Um, of course, the Lizzie McGuire movie, um, a movie called The Perfect Man, which I think she played a step a step kid. I think she was in She Were By the Dozen as well. She um, was. <laughs> a movie called Material Girl. Um, she also appeared With on- her sister, oh, Haley, uh, Duff. Haley Duff. Yes, yes, yes. And she also appeared on Gossip Girl for a few episodes when it was horrible. <gasps> Not her fault, but it was just- I hate it. it I remember that. A horrible season. Um, and she also had a couple albums and some famous songs like, Why Not? And- let the rain fall down. Um, I don't even know if that's what that song is called, but yeah. It's called Coming Clean. I oh, think. Coming Clean. I'm coming <laughs> clean. You're right. <laughs> I remember the music video for, um, I think they played on Disney Channel for the um, London, Paris, maybe Tokyo. I do remember that. You're right. <laughs> or the, um, I feel like there's another one that she had. Or the, um, so yesterday, so oh, yesterday. Right. She had a lot of good songs. I'm gonna be okay. Don't sue us, please, Hillary. Um, <laughs> so please listen. <laughs> yeah, please listen. But note that we're not trying to make money, okay, off of you. So, um, so anyway, so she also didn't know that she she had an album as recently as 2015. Um, she was also this is very recent. I'm not gonna go into her personal life because I know she got married and then she got divorced and now she's married again. I don't know who it is, and she has I think a couple kids or maybe just one. Just two. Her, her Wikipedia didn't say much, or at least the article I got it from. Well, I follow her on Instagram, so I've oh, seen. Okay. Oh, she was also in that show, Younger. Did you? Oh, I love that, that show. Yes, oh, it's okay. on TV Land. It. It's oh, probably really? TV Land's only good original show. I would what about say. Hot in Cleveland? Besides Hot in Cleveland, <laughs> <laughs> that one I feel like Betty White. But anyway, so yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So Disney Plus originally had planned to revamp Lizzie McGuire and Lizzie would be in her 30s, living in New York, having the perfect life with her boyfriend. And then there would be some um, of the original cast there. But apparently there are creative differences between, I guess, the director or somebody and Disney Plus because Disney Plus was saying it's not family friendly enough. So they ended up putting the revamp on hold, which made me yeah, very sad. Yeah, so what I heard is that like filmed two episodes of that and like you said uh they didn't feel like it was family friendly or anything but because of the i forgot what the creator's name of lizzie mcguire but she wanted lizzie to have like more adult experiences so that yeah. probably involved like yeah living with her boyfriend or like having sex or like drinking well, things like that and that, here's like, the thing like people like people who will be watching it are not people who are kids now they're people like us who are now adults you know what i mean so like yes. i I don't and, see a problem with it. I think it's stupid, but whatever. Yeah, and they wanted to move it to Hulu, but I think it's kind of on hold now. And especially with like COVID, I just don't think it's going to happen. Like, I hope it does. Soon. I uh, I don't think people who are like twelve are going to be watching the revamp. Like, no, no. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, so that that was put on hold. Next is Lelaine. Um, so she just goes by the for her first name. Um, so after Lizzie McGuire ended, she wasn't even in the Lizzie McGuire movie, which was sad. I remember, wasn't she in Mexico? Also, Lily yeah. is actually Filipino, which is interesting. Yeah, she's not Mexican. So, okay, Disney Channel. Oh, yeah. same with uh, Vanessa Hudgens. In High School Musical, she plays Gabriela Montez, who is um, Hispanic, or she's like Mexican, I think. And Vanessa Hudgens is Filipino or Filipina. Interesting. Okay, Disney yeah. Channel. All right. Um, 
but yeah, so she was in a movie. Uh, she's in a couple roles. So I'm going to start first. In 2007, she was arrested for possession of methamphetamine. So oh, not doing so great. Um, she did miss her first court appearance, I believe. But I feel like the judge really wanted to help her. So they're like, listen, go to rehab and then your record will be expunged when you're com- when you've completed your treatment. So that's what she did. So she, I think she got her life together. I think there isn't a ton about her right now. Um, in 2009, she was in a movie called Royal Kill, and I have never heard or seen of it or seen it. Um, she also had a very small role in Easy A. I remember watching yeah. it, and then it's when Emma Stone's character is leaving the ice cream shop after she crumples um, a cone in that pervert's face, and then she comes out, and then she asks about the guy that she lied for originally anyway so that was Lelaine and I it was like Miranda but it yeah so that's like I probably her biggest role since um Lizzie McGuire she was also in a Shane Dawson movie who was on YouTube I used to watch him I have now not watched him anymore um I confess yeah I don't watch YouTube and I know everyone else in the world does or like my around my age or even like older, but like, I do not watch YouTube. I've tried to get into like makeup videos and influencers and Shane Dawson too, but I just don't, I don't know anything. I feel kind of like I should get into that, but do you watch YouTube yeah. ever? Really? I did. I watched Shane Dawson for a little bit, like a couple years ago when I was like in college still, because I thought it was kind of fun and very easy the, and conspiracy. Yeah, conspiracy theories. Yeah. yeah. Um, but lately, no, I don't even know what he's been up to. I don't really watch YouTube either. There's like this one lady I follow, but I don't even really watch her movies that much. I just follow her on Instagram. She does makeup, but hers are more very informative of like, here are ways to make your face look this way with blush and bra-. you know what I mean? Like it made me be better with makeup but yeah. i'm not a huge even a makeup person really like i wear it but i don't like spend a ton of money or have a ton of stuff but anyway so no i don't really watch it either at all yeah but yeah so yeah so she was in a shane dawson movie um she also had her own album and was a part of a band called vanity theft but she was asked to leave in 2011. So I don't what? know what happened there. I don't know. That's what her Wikipedia is. <laughs> this is all from Wikipedia. So I'm sorry, Lelaine, if it's if someone edited it and it's not accurate. That's just, I'm only getting these from Wikipedia. I admit. All right. So, so that's kind of it with Lelaine. I don't really follow anybody from the show on Instagram or anything. So she could be doing great. Maybe she is. Next is Adam Lamberg. So this is Gordo, who apparently was like 19 when he films this whatever so he was in the lizzie mcguire movie as we know and then he was in a few movies called when do we eat and beautiful loser um but he did go to uc berkeley so good for adam and then he started now he's like since been working at the irish arts center in manhattan but he was also set to join the reboot but as we know the reboot has been put on hold yeah. Um, next is Jake Thomas, who played Matt. Um, so I didn't find a lot about him, um, but he's had done a lot of TV work since then, and he was set also to return to the reboot. He has appeared on Corey in the House, Cold Case, <laughs> House, Criminal Minds, NCIS, CSI New York, and some more more um, shows. But he's also a commercial entertainment photographer. So I looked up his website to see what he did. And I think he does some videos. A lot of it are like headshots, but like also like some editorial stuff, I think possibly. But yeah, so he's also a photographer. You know who that reminds me of? Um, Moises Aria. Is that his name? <gasps> Moises Arias? 
Because he's like a photographer guy now, yes. right? But he's like still in Hollywood. I think so. That's why oh, he's like famous. So. He hangs out with like the um, what's Will Smith's kids and like the Kylie Jenner and stuff, right? Wait. Like, like okay, he was at um, uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West like engagement, the secret one in San Francisco. He was randomly what in there. The hay? <laughs> okay, well, uh, we should cover Hannah Montana sometime soon as well. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. So I guess he still has a thriving career, apparently, being a hanger-on. I don't know. <laughs> but who knows? Uh, as I, I say this as I have... I don't know. I'm disgusting. But anyway, so Ashley Brillalt played Kate. So she there's really nothing about her because she's not really into acting at all anymore. In fact, she, like, purposely left it. So she actually has a law degree and practices law, I believe. And she went, I think, to school in Colorado. And that's all I could find about Ashley Brillalt. Brillalt? And then last is Clayton Snyder, who played Ethan Kraft. So after Liz McGuire, he finished high school and decided to go to college. And he actually went to Pepperdine. And he also played water polo there, which is pretty cool. Um, he had a couple of acting uh, gigs in, on shows, kind of like Jake Thomas. So he was like on NCIS and a few others I didn't recognize. But he was not confirmed to be in the revival. And neither was Ashley Berlalt. So that's it for the main characters. And that's kind of where they're at now. Um, mm -hmm. the, all like 19 years later, which is really weird to think about. Yeah. Did you watch the, you know how like a ton of, uh, like in the beginning of quarantine, everyone was doing, uh, zoom, like table readings of old episodes. No. Did you watch the Lizzie McGuire one where they all came back and did a zoom table read of the bra episode where she like, Lizzie gets <gasps> I bra? want a bra. No, I don't remember. I didn't even know they were doing that. Yeah. A ton of shows are doing that. I think they're still kind of doing that or maybe it's kind of uh they've stopped doing that but it's kind of interesting like everyone came back and i guess uh jake thomas is that his name mm -hmm. matt his dad is like a writer or something for that show or he was oh so he was there like he was coordinating it or like directing it so just kind of interesting maybe that's why he got the job but like <laughs> i mean he, it was fun to watch yeah. i didn't know that they did that that's interesting oh yeah all right but anyway we can yeah get started on the episode for all right everyone. so we open on a map of where we assume the best candy will be and it's matt and he's like he's like this is where we need to go here and i don't remember what friend he's with i don't think that they it matters because like we don't ever it care them. yeah so then lizzie shows up and she's going to um the fridge and i just want to know lizzie's outfit right now she i think she's in head to toe tie-dye which is funny because tie-dye actually had a huge revival this past summer um yeah. so she was in head to toe tie-dye i think wearing platforms and a very thick headband and she i think she makes a joke about him and he's like what are you going or um or no she's like you're gonna have the ugliest costume in the world i think this is what she says and he's like you're already there sister and she is she her outfit's not what i would wear now although i guess it is kind of trendy with the tie-dye but anyway, so then we see Cartoon Lizzie, which is the whole premise of, like, Lizzie McGuire is, like, there's a cartoon of her that is, like, her inner voice kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so then the mom is, like, how, oh, Lizzie, Matt is going with you to Fright Night for Halloween. And that, I guess, is, like, a huge kind of event put on by the party planning committee at their middle. Are they middle schoolers? They are, right? Yeah, they're middle. You know what? In the um, Lizzie McGuire movie, she's in eighth grade, I think, or graduated. <gasps> she's only eighth grade. And Paulo is 17. Paulo. So she's probably like 14. And he's 17. Isn't that gross? I forgot they're so young. So yeah, they are in middle school. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what were you like in middle school? <laughs> 
Um, I feel I should like honestly just post pictures. I know of I need myself, to find them. Um, my outfits. Same. And maybe just blur my face. The <laughs> zoom <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and I haven't. I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, so uh, I like I went through a phase where I'd wear like flats and then flared pants and then. I remember I had one outfit that was like, so um, our mom didn't allow us to wear like tank tops really. So I had this cool tank top that had like a <laughs> geometric design on it, and I had to wear um, a red t shirt <laughs> under it. Oh no. <laughs> and I wear like decorative necklaces and say, Oh, yeah, and, like, statement necklaces. I, oh. I also remember when I was trying to be edgy one time, I had this old like shirt t shirt that um, I like, I, uh, like with scissors cut um <laughs> like holes in it or like it looked like a like uh like claw marks I guess if you could say oh. it's like long um holes in it yeah. I never wore it but I thought it looked so cool I don't yeah I was gonna say did you ever wear it because I don't remember ever seeing it no no I'd be too scared I also wanted red skinny jeans but I was too afraid to ask mom for them but I was <laughs> really wanting that <laughs> so okay when I was in okay so I'm gonna skip past sixth grade because I, 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 anyway, so seventh grade is when it was my quote rebellious year, which means not at all. I was not a rebellious teen at all. But so this is when I tried to hang out with the popular kids. But of course, they didn't really like me. They liked to like just because dad was rich. And so then I would go <laughs> and try to like <laughs> sit by them. And I remember I had like an outfit I was so proud of. It was like, um, they're like black pinstripe pants but they're like they're like light almost like a linen but not really you know what I'm, they're kind of capris and I was chubby still and so I just was really not looking my hottest I think I had braces um still and then I think I wore like a black shirt and then I remember mom let me borrow like a, you know how like those thick fake pearl statement necklaces I wore with it and they were, they were pink and I was like I felt so cool and then that's also the year I rebelled a little bit so one of the popular kids um I have mixed feelings about her but anyway she had a birthday party and everybody was invited and I was invited and I was so excited but I wanted to wear like a cool dress and stuff but and I well, that's when Forever 21 like was on my radar so I was trying to find the perfect dress on Forever 21 but I also had body issues so I couldn't wear things that showed my arms because I, I hated my arms and so I got this dress, but it turned out to be so short. And mom's like, oh, you can wear it over pants. And I was like, <laughs> and so I, what I did is mom dropped me off while I was wearing it over some skinny jeans. And then I took off the skinny jeans when I was there. So then I showed my legs and then the popular girl's mom tattled on me. And then I got in trouble. Um, I just, it was, and it's, yeah, it, it was much too short. I, it wasn't comfortable at all. Like I wouldn't wear that now. Like it was too short, <laughs> it was too, but I wanted to be cool so bad. And I think that's what all middle schoolers feel. I was and so high sad and desperate. Too. Yeah. So that yeah. was me in middle school. Um, but yeah, so then I have a note too. So like, yeah, the mom's like, oh, Matt's going to Fright Night too. And of course, Lizzie hates it. She's like, great. I'm going to be brat sitting, <laughs> except for babysitting. And I have to say too, her parents are kind of funny. Like um, I had a friend. Um, I really liked her. Her parents were really nice. And her mom always remind me, reminded me of the mom and Lizzie McGuire for some reason. Because she just seems very kind and, like, 
they kind of seem like almost like they used to be hippies, but now they're kind of more reformed nerds, if that makes any sense. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I always liked the parents and even in this episode, they're kind of funny mm-hmm. and like the dad just seems so dependable and kind yeah. and then like never raises his voice. And then the mom just seems fun and just like, I don't know. I just really like their, uh, the parents. Yeah. I love Disney Channel dads. Like I feel like they're usually pretty good dads and same with moms too, you know? I'm trying to think of yeah. any bad exception, any exceptions. Well, so we love how Zach and Cody's dad was kind of a Oh, yeah, he was a but, loser. Um, um, they had Carrie. Carrie was good. Carrie, Carrie and Mosby. Listen, Carrie, yeah, Mosby was their stand-in dad. Moby, uh, Carrie did the best she could, and she was a powerful woman. Um, <laughs> Hannah Montana, they, oh, Billy Ray, I guess he was a pretty good dad, right? I think he was a really good dad because um, Miley's mom had died. And, of course, right. uh, it was Brooke Shields or something <gasps> right. in the flashbacks. Oh, and then, uh, of course, Raven's parents were great, too. Amazing. Yeah, I can't think of any others. Anyway, so then next we have the theme song. I'll just sing a little bit. If you believe we got a picture-perfect plan. Like, it's very late 90s sounding. With uh, dodgeballs flying at them, and they're playing with giant dodgeballs, yeah. and they're just passing around. I was around. like, this is really... I remember doing that, like, playing those... Like, play, using this to play Foursquare in elementary school. <laughs> loved. I loved Two Square. That was my favorite. But, um... Yeah. Okay. Well, so I think that they got... First of all, yeah. So we see Kate, and she has those things of... They all have bangs, which I forgot that bangs were a huge thing back then. Oh, we had bangs in yeah. the early 2000s. Well, that's what I mean. Like, everybody <laughs> had bangs back then. And now nobody wants bangs. Um, so they're... But no, they're- no, you know what I've seen is uh, people, at, at least on, like, TikTok, a trendy hairstyle is a curtain oh, bangs. Oh, curtain bangs. Yeah, you're right. Like, the 70s look. But anyway, it's not, it's not like, the straight across oh, no. blunt These are, like, blunt, wispy, that are almost like they have... You know they have hair gel in them. Like, Kate, ha- Kate has pageant poodle hair and just... Oh, at all times in this episode. So, yeah. So, they're talking about the committee. And then, I don't remember what happens. But, yeah. So, he, Tudgman is wearing, at all times, every single episode he is in, he wears a cream and, like, neon green polo shirt, kind of. And, of course, he does a Star, he does several Star Wars impressions. And I feel like they got the nerd and weird kids, like, that spot on. Like, I don't, all the weird kids used to make Star Wars impressions and stuff like that. But... So they're planning Fright Night, which is like their Halloween party. And Miranda um, is like, oh, like we should do some Day of the Dead stuff. And Kate is racist and doesn't let, she's like, I don't, that's so stupid. I don't think we should do it. And then Lizzie's like, oh, I think we should, I think it'd be great to have something from another country. And then everybody's like, yeah, yeah. And then Kate's like, oh, it's fun, I guess. And then Larry does a Yoda impression, which is maybe the worst. I don't know. But then he also does Wookiee. I don't know. It's all pretty bad. Um, I wrote that the girl in the back is wearing dark lipstick and a light blue bathrobe and looks 30. What? How did I miss this? <laughs> I didn't even look at her. And then um, tell me if there's, okay, hair turned white. Oh, Does that mean yeah, anything? I actually wrote that down. So she's, uh, Miranda was talking about how like, um, so Day of the Dead, you guys should watch Coco. Um, <laughs> the Day of the Dead. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Oh, I love, oh, so good. Um, it's pretty much like a way it's in the, I think it's in Mexico. Yeah. It's based in Mexico. And it's like a whole, it's like a night where mm-hmm. people remember their ancestors. So they have like, they put out food for them and I think they put out pictures and it's kind of a way for the ancestors to find them a way back. I think, or it's like, if you remember them, then they don't stop. Like there's like, they continue on if you remember them and this is a way to remember them and, and like, um, 
celebrate their yes. lives and stuff. So this like the, uh, Miranda's like, yeah, well, don't you dare insult my dead ancestors because this. Oh, because she had skeletons that she wanted to bring, and she's like, these represent my dead ancestors. Oh, yeah. And one time, a kid insulted um insulted them. And he was found with white hair in a coffin, surrounded by skeletons, and he never spoke again. Yeah. So everybody's like, oh, no. Oh, and no. then Lizzie raises her hand. She's like, um, Kate, <laughs> can I be the vampire mistress of the dungeon? And then Kate is like, yeah, if you, if you clean this so, black closet. No, no. Okay. What Kate says is she's like, I guess you could be the dungeon mistress, but first you need to clean out the janitor's, janitor's utility room where the dungeon will be. First off, why is there a vampire mistress slash dungeon mistress? Because mm-hmm. um, I think in uh, after Lizzie was like, can I be this? Uh, the yeah. cartoon <laughs> character was like, I'll be so slinky and, and cool. And there was and it just like, like Burner in the background. Very embarrassing. And it's like, I just was so embarrassed. For I her. remember that, and I, I thought that was funny. They're too. thirteen. Well, I think you know, like when you were thirteen, you wanted that too. <laughs> I remember I wanted to. Okay, so I really, you know, like how you always have a, especially when you're a teenager, you have a different version of yourself than what you actually are, like in your head. So I, I knew I was ugly, but like I also was like, also <laughs> had like a faint hope in my mind that I wasn't. So like, um, I this was in seventh grade. I dressed up as an angel, actually. That that you said devil. I was an angel. Wait. It was devil. <laughs> yeah. And so I dressed up as an angel and it was a pretty low maintenance costume. I think I just got wings and like a halo from maybe Dollar Tree or something. And then I just wore a white dress and I think ballet flats. Like I wore like a white dress, but it was like an empire waist. Like why I was in seventh grade. Why was I wearing empire waist anything? I don't know. And then For I was, and I was chubby and like I had braces. And I remember too, like, I think I crimped my hair and I had like mm-hmm. white shimmery eyeshadow on. I had so much glitter on my face, but there was this kid that I had a huge crush on. And I was like, Molly, he'll notice me if I wear this. Did he notice No, him? he only asked You know what he told me? I was so obsessed with him. Um, you probably know who I'm talking about. I won't say his name because it's weird, but it was like a million. I just really broke my young heart because he, I had a, such a huge crush on him. And honestly, I think he would have liked me too, if I wasn't ugly. And so, and he always liked my friends instead of me. And like, what did he say? Oh, he's like, you're like my, one of my, my really good friends, but with a vagina. And I was like, ah, I was uh, sorry, everybody. Well, no, that's not like a bad word, but like, yeah. So no, it's gross. Of I had my, my heart broken. <laughs> So anyway, that is the only time I think I dressed up for Halloween. Like, ever. Yeah, uh, maybe a couple times in high school. But this was in middle school, so yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, back to the episode. So uh, again, they're supposed to be 13. She wants to be a vampire uh, mistress. But so the deal was that Lizzie could be uh, the vampire girl if she cleaned the utility room. And so Lizzie and Gordo go to the room to clean it up. And then... They see that there's like the vomit bucket that the janitor um, uses whenever someone throws mm-hmm. up. It's never cleaned out. It's really messy and gross. And then Gordo's like, I don't want to be here. I thought you said like, I forgot what she told him. But then she was like, if you help me, um, I'll set you up with my cousin who's coming. Oh, this well, summer. and so then I have was- a couple comments really fast. So Gordo, sure. um, so something about Gordo, there always has to be a high and mighty character who thinks they're cooler than everybody and smarter than everybody. So Gordo's like, why are you all, why, all, why are all of you just like 
um, listening to Kate because you also want to be popular. And then it's like, oh, like, so he's like, didn't want to help out. But then it's like, it, once he hears about Lizzie's cousin coming and how she could get him to date her. And also he heard that Lizzie would give him a hamburger, like, Cordo. And that's why he's there. I just thought it was <laughs> annoying because there's always a character in these movies or in these shows that is like, who thinks they're kind of morally superior to the other teens. And it's like, relax, you're 12. Like, I just, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So there's a cleaning montage and uh, they're just having fun cleaning things up. I remember, uh, okay, so <laughs> I actually saw a TikTok about this, but um, like when you were either like, did you ever take really long All showers when you were little because you'd be making like potions or and singing stuff, like, like or like pretending I was in a movie? Like... Yeah. Or kissing, or kissing yes, the wall. Exactly. <laughs> to practice kissing. <laughs> well, I remember like, I forgot. Lizzie McGuire had a ton of these like montages where they'd be having fun and being like, uh -huh. and I feel like, um, I don't remember the exact scene, but I remember when I was little, like I was playing, I like made bubbles in the sink or like the shower or something. Cause I was trying to be like Lizzie. Cause she was like doing, she's doing like a craft with oh, Miranda yeah. or something. And it just looked really fun. And like, I don't know. I think that's actually a more relatable thing than I think. Cause I see all these things on like, uh, Instagram and like, tiktok like people are pretty weird when they were little but like everyone was weird we all yeah. had these weird like scenarios we would put ourselves <laughs> in it's like making potions in the shower was definitely like a common thing wasting your mom's like ten dollars <laughs> wait like, you know what i think i actually did do that now that i think about it i think i did there's a cleaning montage and then they get done and then uh they walk out meet kate and kate or no then they're like where's the decor kate i need to start decorating the dungeon and kate is like you know what i'm gonna be mm. vampira and you can be the clown and kate's hair awful. is really big and poofy i noticed and i said yes. <laughs> i don't know like f you kate like i would be so angry like <laughs> You stole Lizzie's <laughs> coveted role of being vampire, vampire mistress. And so anyway, I just felt really mm -hmm. bad for Lizzie. And like, we've all been somebody who has had to succumb to the popular girl's whims. If you didn't, that means you were the bitch popular girl. <laughs> so anyway. Then we go back home where Matt is like, okay, mom, I need some gross stuff for my costume. He's like looking through the fridge and he's like, oh, spaghetti sauce, LOL. And then he's like, what are these like bugs or whatever? And then the mom's like, that's caviar. And first off, uh, and then she's like, you can use the sausages. So she hands him raw sausages in a bowl for his costume. But anyway, the caviar was for date night with, um, I forgot the parents' names, but since the kids were going to be out of the house, they were going to have a little date Which night. Which I was caviar. like, wow, oh, like living the high life, like caviar. Right. It's not, that's not cheap. At least good caviar isn't cheap. So yeah, I was like, good on them, you know. Um, so then, <laughs> Make yeah, it an effort, even after, after all, all those years, <laughs> um, so then we go back to the school and they're setting up for the night. And so, uh, Miranda's, I think like, she's kind of being silly and kind of being like, Oh, are you scared? And Kate is such a wimp. And then she's like annoying and horrible. And then, um, I will say though, one thing that Lizzie doesn't do, and I think that's the whole point of their characters. Miranda is definitely, she stands up to Kate more than Lizzie does. She's always sarcastic and is like, Psh, I don't care. And so she's setting up the table yeah. where she's going to put the skeletons and then also their food offering. And um, that's like the dead's meal. But yeah, so her parents then come in and I forgot too, that Kate didn't, wasn't the whole premise of Kate was that she was friends with Lizzie and Miranda, but then she got boobs and she became popular. Am I dreaming? 
Yeah. And I mean, isn't that always the story? Like you were friends with the this one girl when you're little and then she gets popular Left and in then the you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Story story of my they life. Um but yeah, so yeah, so then uh, Miranda's parents come in and they're like Kate's like is there no last name Sanchez? Am I dreaming? Okay. Um, yes, she, Mr. and Mrs. So. Sanchez, I'm so happy for you to show your culture here. And then they're like really nice. And they're like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then anyway, we find out that Kate is a fake little bitch. And she like squishes it. She moves all of the stuff and is like, get this stupid stuff off my table. Yeah, because the dad was like explaining, like, oh, the Day of the Dead is like my uh, favorite holiday. And they're like, it's just kind of, Kate is awful. And then I also like that Miranda doesn't, like, get embarrassed of her parents. Like, she's, like, happy to see them. And I wish that, like, I would... Like, I feel like when I was younger, I was like, stop it, mom. But, like... Yeah, I think I was pretty good for the most part. Of course, I had a couple difficult times by being embarrassed by the parents who only ever tried to love me. But I... (laughs) But, yeah. So, um, I did say, too, I noticed that Miranda's mom, although Lizzie's mom does not have this, I just said spiky hair equals style for moms on TV in the early 2000s. Um, And then we see Lizzie, she comes in and she's like, hi, Mr. and Mrs. Sanchez. And then they're like, okay, hi. And I just said, Lizzie, that's really respectful by calling them by their last, like by Mrs. and Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. I'm trying to remember if I called my friend's parents anything or if I even said their names ever. Probably not. I think I avoided saying their names because I didn't know what they wanted to be called. But I also want to say... Yeah, so Miranda, um, before, like, Lizzie walks in, she's, like, mad, and she's, like, don't diss my dead ancestors, bad stuff can happen, and then yeah. Lizzie comes in, and she's, like, hi, Mr. and Mrs. Sanchez. Yeah. Um, so then next, uh, we're at the party, and Lizzie has to dress as a clown, and has has to hand out um, balloon animals, but since she doesn't know how, they're all just long tubes, so she's, like, it's a snake, it's spaghetti, it's a worm, or whatever, um, and it just was very sad. Yes. I'm like, can you imagine if a popular girl forced you to dress as a clown and hand out balloons? It, would that be allowed? I feel like someone would have stopped that with all the anti Not in the early, not, not in the like, early just, 2000s. People didn't care. So um, <laughs> anyway, so Miranda's dressed as Cat in the Hat, but who's Gordo supposed to I be? I was going like to ask you that. I have no <laughs> idea. And I don't know if maybe there's like a reference I'm missing. I don't, I have no idea who he's supposed to be. I want to. I, if I had to I guess, no and idea. I think I'm wrong, I feel like he's like a Jim Carrey character, but I don't know. I'm <laughs> just guessing. No yeah, idea. Yeah, so his hair is like weird, and then he has a tie that's like has wire in it, so it looks like it's being blown by the wind. If sort sort of, I have no yeah. idea. No idea. Um, so we also see. Okay, so then Lizzie is like, "Can you believe Kate stole my costume?" And we look over to Kate, and um, first off, the guy she's talking to, he's dressed up in a football uniform. He looks twenty five, and then Kate, Kate looks very mature. To put it very like, well, so <laughs> she like, her bangs like, don't look good with her vampira bouffant at all. Like it really, like I know it's like it just her bangs just. It just doesn't work. It's too much. It's too much gel. But Gordo seems to like it, surprisingly. <laughs> he does. I know. He's like, oh, 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 oh. Um, <laughs> So then they're just, like, talking and everything. And then Matt comes over and he's like, well, this is really good food. And he actually had, he had eaten the tamale that was the food offering to the dead ancestors. 
which you're not supposed no. to do. So Miranda's like, Matt, you idiot. Or like, whatever. Like, you could, shouldn't have done that. Now you've opened the door between the two worlds. Like, bad things are going to happen. And um, Matt's lemonade suddenly turns black and smells moldy and disgusting. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see. Okay, so then they, like, look and see, and the decor, the two, like, the skeleton bride and groom mm -hmm. had been moved. And then we see in the background a life-size bride and groom skeletons. And uh, I remember that was in, gym. like, the previews, or, or, like, on the commercials of Disney Channel. Yeah. Like, I remember, and I was kind of scared, I feel like, when I was that little, but I was also afraid of everything. So. It was kind of spooky. Yeah. <laughs> and then Lizzie is like, okay, I'm spooked. Day of the Dead stuff, is it, it's, like, just superstition, right? And then, um, oh yeah, well, really fast too. I wanted to say a couple things. Like, so, um, this Miranda says the spirits are awake, but then, uh, Kate is like Gordo. She's like, what, Gordo? Like, since he's a rational one, like, what do you think? Can we explain? Like, why did the lemonade turn black? And he's like, do you even know what they sort here? Like, the even the beef stew is completely made of bacteria. And I was like, ew. Did they serve beef stew for lunch at school? They probably do. That was my um, Club Penguin name. I don't remember. Juice, what was mine? I don't remember mine. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. So, but that's, that is Yeah, gross. the superstition thing. Um, and I think that Matt turned, yeah, into yeah. dirt. And they see that the bride and groom are being spooky. Or they don't see this, but we see that the bride and groom are being spooky in mm -hmm. the background. Um, and then that's all I have before we go back to the, uh, the parents. Do you have anything to add? Um... Mm. Oh, I think Ogordo is like he challenges the thing. He's like, "Turn me into dust, ancestors! I dare you!" And then he's like, "See, nothing happened." And Miranda's like, "Nothing yet." And yeah, so then we just go back to the parents for their date night. And we, yeah, and we see that I think the dad's name is Sam, and then the mom. They have candles lit and are ready for sexy time <laughs> with caviar yeah. and TV. The dad's outfit is very comforting yeah. in a way. Do you, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like his glasses. Well, he just looks. He looks really he dependable. Safe. Like he really will have your back. Like if you yes. if your car breaks down, you can if trust you, him. It, like anytime. Like even if you were at the party and you're like, Dad, I don't want to be here anymore. He'd be like, Oh, okay, sweetie, I'll come and get you. Like he's always, you know, and like, and then the mom would be like, Listen, I have some lasagna for you when you get back. And then that's. I feel like that's what they're like. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And so then um, I think the doorbell rings or something. And for some reason, the dad leaves like a lit jack-o'-lantern on the couch next to the mom, Dangerous. which I thought was weird. But anyway, so yes. And so then Sam gets the door and it's a teenager and he's like trick or treat, but he's like really rude or he's like, give me the candy. And so then the dad is like, we're all out of candy. And so then they're like, the mom is like, give him a chicken pot pie. Even though the kid is vegetarian. Yeah, it's kind of funny. So it's kind of a funny I, I hate food. that too. We yeah. talked about this yesterday, or no, two days ago when we recorded for our last one, which you guys should listen to. Um, like, really I should. honestly, like, I, if there, if a teen came to my door, I, so the good thing is, I guess you can always look through your door hole. We also have cameras on our front door, so no one try any funny business. Um, so like, if I were to see like an adult or a, a teenager asking for candy, I'd pretend I wasn't home. Like, you're not supposed, this is for kids. You have important things to do. Anyway, so like, I thought that was so annoying um, and horrible. Yeah. So when was the last year that you went trick or treating? Because I feel like I was like, I was 12. I'm pretty sure 14. I was 12. I think I was, it was, yeah, I was 12, I think. <laughs> 
Because I think at that point, yeah, I realized, like, I'm too old for this. And I don't really know what I did for Halloween the years after that. Like, um, oh, do you remember that one time? Okay, so seven, my, okay, no, 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 no. I do know what I did the next year, I think. No, wait. Yeah. Wait. Oh, yeah. I think I do remember what I did. I think it was maybe. No, it was when I was a freshman in high school. Remember we went, we dressed as eggs and bacon when we were moving. Oh, yes. (laughs) And I think the years after that, I think I I either, I think I probably just watched movies with my friends. Um, I don't think I, did I dress up ever? No. You know, I think I went to like haunted houses with friends and stuff like that, or like maybe watched movies with friends, but I never went to like any like costume Yeah, I don't think I did either. Like on Halloween. I'll be super honest. A lot of my teens, I don't have a lot of memories of. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) Actually, I do know why. It's the trauma. But everything else. (laughs) Actually, same. But yeah, I think I mostly just probably just come out with friends. I think we just watched scary movies. That that sounds right, I think. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, same here. Um, so, okay, so back to the episode. They're back at the dance, and uh, I think, like, Lizzie, Kate, and what's her name, Miranda, are, like, walking around, and they hear Gordo's voice, and he's like, help oh, yeah. me, and it's all gross and high, and it appears that he's, like, stuck inside of a bubble oh, head. Burger Boy, or no, Burger Buddy, I think it's called. So, I, yeah, something like that. And Kate, yeah, Kate is, spooked. is spooked, and she's mad, like, this is all your fault, Miranda, and they start pushing each other, and then Kate... Um, pushes Miranda and her elbow hits Gordo as Burger Buddy off the table and he breaks and he's now gone forever. Yes. And then, okay, actually, so I guess Lizzie wasn't with them. It was just Miranda and Kate because then Lizzie comes in and she seems to be possessed and she's still dressed as a clown and she's like yelling Kate's mm-hmm. name and she's like walking like a zombie, like she's chasing Yeah, Kate, and she keeps going, Kate. And then she goes and tries to find yeah. like weapons and first she pulls out like a rubber knife like rubber bad and then she finds i guess it's called mate a mace i don't know like and then from somebody's costume and like mace good and then she starts trashing <laughs> she starts using it to like trash all of the tables and look like all the all the hard work and the food goes to straight to the floor and then miranda's like this is the second worst halloween party i've ever been to which is like miranda what happened what was the worst the absolute worst but yeah, so yeah. Then they go hide in the closet. And then we're back to the parents. Um, and they're doing some weird, awkward parent flirting, like, on the couch. What I wrote is, back at the house, the parents are getting sensual, watching a movie with organ music playing. I didn't even know that. And then, <laughs> and then the doorbell rings again. And the dad is like, ugh. And then he opens a door, and he, uh, a, disgusting, a disgusting, watery chicken pot pie the one that he gave that teen gets thrown in his face and it looks like poop yeah. and corn and so gross so watery well honestly i'm not a huge out. fan of chicken pot pie i remember i used to be when i was i don't like, like it little i think it's just because it's like the only okay this is what happens to happens and still to this day but back then i really would kind of eat anything that was in front of me and so what i think what would happen is that i would eat so much of it that then i would become disgusted by it and i can't eat it yeah. now I just don't like um same with birds pie, which is like the same thing. Like I just don't really like oh, those pastries so with like meat in it. I just don't really. Like I don't that. like. I'll be honest. I don't really like peas and carrots and meat together. Like it's and it, it tastes yeah. kind of bland to me. Like it just tastes bland. I don't know. I'm not a yeah. fan. So then we go back to the dance, and Lizzie is possessed and going after Kate and Miranda. Kate and Miranda go into the um, headmistress dungeon, the janitor's closet, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> 
I all I have written down is that Kate is like dumb Kate, dumb, dumb, oh, yeah. dumb. <laughs> yeah. And then Lizzie just keeps pounding on the door, going Kate. And then um, Kate's like Miranda, what do we do? What do we do? And then Miranda's like, oh, okay. So I remember something my grandma said about how we uh, how you apologize to the dead. And she's like, first we need a shovel full of graveyard dirt and a gallon full of blood. And obviously they don't have that there. So then Kate starts to panic. And then Miranda's like, no, 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 it can be symbolic. Like there's chocolate cake and punch um, in the uh, the gym or whatever the, the thing was. We can just go there and we just need to cover ourselves with it. So they go and then she, but then Kate's like, no, I don't want to leave. It's too dangerous out there. And then the skeleton people grab Kate's shoulder and they panic. And then Kate and Miranda leave the, the closet and go back to the gym so they can perform the, um, the apology ritual thing. Yeah. So. Um, sorry, go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say, so then Miranda's like, okay, Kate, this is what you have to do. You have to put all over. So dunk your head in the punch. And she just starts dunking her head and ruining, ruining, I'm sure, her crispy bangs that she took hours to perfect. Yes, and her putting, uh, putting hairspray chemicals into the punch and, and ruining, ruining the everyone. ozone layer. <laughs> and I'm sure, yeah. And then, then she just starts throwing cake all over herself. And then Miranda's like, uh, oh, you gotta do the ritual too. So you gotta jump on one foot and you gotta turn around and you gotta cause. So she goes, ah, ah. And then, um, and then Matt comes in with a camera and she doesn't even notice. He's like, okay, pat your butt and your head at the same time. And she starts doing that. And then Lizzie's like, okay, say, Lizzie, please forgive me. And then she's like, wait a second. And so we actually find out that it's being filmed and this was all a prank. Oh, a prank. And then Gordo is filming. He's like, you'll look great in the school paper. <laughs> yeah. And then we also find that Gordo had like a voice changing device thing. So that's why he was able to like get his voice. It like tricked them with that bobblehead thing. And also, uh, okay. So then next we see that uh, the bride and groom were skeletons were actually Miranda's parents. Yeah. And I kind of feel like that was kind of a mean prank for the parents to be a part of. I was going to say that. Like I, um, like our parents would never have done that. No. <laughs> they would be never. like, no, no. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry that you have a popular girl who's awful to you, but I'm not going to prank. I agree. I thought that was kind of weird. Like, can you imagine if like Kate's parents found out and they're like, um, I'd be mad. Why are you why are you two adults pranking my daughter? Like I know Kate is awful, but like she's also a kid. Well, Kate, yeah, she's gonna have to go back home and be all like, you know, covered with punch and cake. Her parents are gonna ask and like yeah. I mean I would And be... she was like humiliated in front of the whole school and the parents helped do that. Like that's that is kind of weird. It's weird, like, yeah. It's like still kind of fun in games when it's kids. So like if they had someone else to help, I guess it, it's like giving Kate a taste of her own medicine, which is fine. But when it's parents, it is it's it's like cross the line. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, so then it's like, now do you understand the respect that we deserve? And then she's like, <laughs> nah. but of course Kate never changes. She's still horrible all the time. So then um, Except Miranda, in the Lizzie McGuire movie at the very end. That's true. She does redeem herself, sort of. Um, and Miranda's parents are like, okay, Miranda, like, uh, uh, it was fun to help traumatize her, go pure and humiliate her. Okay, bye. Have fun at Lizzie's. And so they leave. And so then it's like, Lizzie, or Miranda's going to go sleep over at Lizzie's for the night. So we're back and we're almost done with the episode. We're back to Lizzie's house. And so um, I noticed. Like, I know that you mentioned the shirt that he was wearing earlier because I noticed this shirt he was wearing. Um, I actually it was a baseball shirt. I had black sleeves and a white like body. And I actually, my husband has a very similar shirt that is very comfortable. Interesting. I can't <laughs> picture it. 
but you know that the dads now, because they, like, they're changing to, to gym jams, pajamas, and they're very leisure and, like, ready, like, they want to have their day night, damn it. But Lizzie and all the kids are back, so they can't do anything. <laughs> so then they, they're, like, the doorbell rings again. They're, like, okay, we're going to get this little bitch. And then so they go and, like, um, what do they do again? They spray <laughs> so, um yeah, what I wrote down is that the parents are going to pull a prank on that kid that keeps coming back um, for the candy and, like, through the pot pie in Sam's face. So what they're going to do is spray him with water and with water and beans. Or, no, it was oatmeal oats. So they're going to spray oh, him with water and throw oats onto him. What? Or what do they say? Well, don't they yell something while they're doing it? I don't remember that. But, um, oh, no, no, they say... Uh, <laughs> Okay, so they open the door and they don't even look to see who's there. They just immediately yeah. start spraying water and pouring oats on whoever's there. And they're like, "Told you we should have." Oh wait, no, no, never. Mind. Sorry, I don't know what they're saying. But then um, they stop spraying and they realize that it's Miranda's parents. And they were like, "Oh, we needed to bring something for Miranda because she's spending the night." Oh, it's her sleepy then- dog. Yeah, and then they're like, told you we should have called first, and it's like, bro. <laughs> well, and then, too, like, they're like, oh, no, I'm so sorry, you can come in, or then, like, the mom's like, we can, let's make coffee, and I'm like, really? Coffee at 10 at night? They're gonna be up all night, you know? <laughs> so stupid. But yeah, so, and then it's like, yeah, told you we should have called first, and then that's the end of the episode. And, of course, we have outtakes, which I always loved in, like, Pixar <gasps> movies and McGuire. They're not that great, but um, they're just kind of fun because it's like just teens having fun, and yeah. they also have the outtakes with the cartoon Lizzie, which I think is a lot of. Effort, I I so. remember that. Yeah. Wait, were there any notable outtakes for this one? No, no, nothing okay. very notable. Like just like Kate's sleeve getting caught on something, like oh things like that. Oh yeah, nothing too notable. But um, yeah. Anyway, that's the episode, and. I don't know. Maybe it's a budget thing. But yeah, so yeah, that's the end of the episode. So, because, okay, the thing is, we want to stay pretty anonymous just because, like, we're not ready. (laughs) (laughs) Not ready for the fame. We want to keep this easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl and just, like, you know, no stress, not having any, I don't know, anyone yeah, knowing, I, like, our socials or anything. Also, the jobs I apply to, they do check, like, my Instagram is, like, my social profiles and stuff, and I'm just not ready yet for them to see oh. the side project yet. I want yeah. it to be built up a little bit more. But um, I just Googled, like, okay, what I will be willing to say is that I live in California, and... Do you want to say where you live or you do not want to say that? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I am also, we're obviously we're sisters and we both grew up in California. So. Yes. Have you been watching The Bachelorette at all? Are you no, into that? I'm not a fan of The Bachelorette. I, I heard, I've seen a couple TikToks about it and she sounds like, I don't know, like I, it just, it doesn't look like it's that great. Is it that great? So. I usually love The Bachelor and stuff, but then I got kind of like with the pandemic, I thought like it was. I don't feel like watching this like, it will not bring me joy. But then I started watching it um, when I was working today. I work from home, so that's cool. I can watch TV while I work. But um, so I started watching the first episode with Claire and they're in like Palm Springs or something. And the thing about Claire is um, so she is the oldest bachelorette and that's totally fine. Uh, but I think she's kind of like, like <gasps> crazy see, or weird. Did you see how she lied? I only saw this because of TikTok. About prom? Yes. And someone called her out on it. So um, she did say <laughs> what her defense is that she was like, oh, well, there are other dances than prom in high school. So I she don't was know. saying that. I don't like, know, but that lady was like, you took my husband to prom. But it is kind of weird that that lady was like digging through her 
husband's like things to prove a point I don't about know. like I, a, I a meaningless person. I would probably <laughs> I would do, do that, that too. <laughs> if, I don't know. Maybe not. But, but like, yeah. So anyway, so I started, I'm probably going to finish this tonight, honestly, because I'm kind of curious because I, the rumor is like that they replaced Claire with Tasha because Claire, like, I think a couple nights in, she's like, "Oh, I want this guy, and I'm not gonna stay." And it like causes oh, a wrench. Like, like she doesn't want to date anybody operation. else. She just is like, "Bye." And then no. does the guy go for her or no? I think so. But the thing is, like all these guys, um, so she's like 39 or something. They're all in their 20s, and there's very mm-hmm. few that are like over 40 or in their late 30s. And I think it's really weird because I know like age like. It's just a number and stuff, but I think like a lot of these well, guys, they know what the fame that will come from yeah. being on The Bachelor. Well, isn't that the whole so point? These- like, okay, so really fast, I knew this girl, I not very well, but like I knew this girl who applied to be on The Bachelor, and she wasn't even really looking for love. Like she had just recently got divorced, and then she was like, "I'm only there to promote my influencer, my Instagram." Like I think that's only yeah. the reason people even go on. I don't think really, obviously, people are not there to find love. I just thought it was interesting. All these guys, they're like, I'm so excited to meet Claire. So excited. Claire, Claire, Claire. But then I guess, like, I saw a preview for this. This is in the second episode. I'm going to watch it. I guess they were, like, all sitting down, like, Claire and all the guys. And it was, like, time to, like, talk to her and stuff. Oh, yeah. I saw this preview, too. They're, like, racing. Yeah, usually they're racing to, like, talk to the Bachelor or Bachelorette. They're like, can I steal you for a second? But, like, everyone sat there for a long time. No one wanted to talk to her. I don't think they like her. I think they just want to be on there to promote their... Oh, yeah. uh, ...themselves. And they're not even being, like, sly about it. (laughs) And so I hate that about this show right now. Well, I just... I don't really like it. Like, I watch other reality TV. Like, my more... I, I watch more Housewives. That's more my speed. I'm not, I'm just not a huge fan of The Bachelor. I never really have been. So, yeah, I, um, of the housewives, I only like, uh, keep up with the New York and Beverly Hills ones. Those are my favorites. Well, and now they used to be my favorites too, but Beverly Hills is awful. And New York has kind of lost its sparkle. So, my new favorite is Potomac. Oh, I've heard that one's actually kind of interesting. So good. It's so good. So, if you ever start watching it, you should start it. I've also been watching, um, I'm just going to tell you what TV I've been watching because I've been watching a lot of TV lately. <laughs> um, I was watching, there is a Real Housewives of Dallas and it's on Peacock, which I got, but I only got the free version. I did. I'm not, I don't want to oh. spend the, for the premium. It's only $5, but I don't want uh, You know what I watched? Um, I think it was yesterday. Um, I watched, okay, and we just watched, we just all like recap this. I watched New Moon again. You did? And the thing, <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, and Okay, so I, yesterday I was just kind of like stressed out with my job and stuff, and I think I just wanted uh, to have something like on that was comforting and I know that I love. Mm-hmm. And so I watched New Moon again. I listened to the soundtrack and stuff, and it just was it was fun. And I know, and also it's kind of fun to watch it again, like since we had just recapped it. I don't know why. I know mm-hmm. that would be overkill for a lot of people. No, but I texted my I was texting like my friend and stuff, and I was like we were talking about. I asked her. Uh, like, do you ever have, like, certain movies or TV shows that are, like, your favorites that you always go back to to, like, feel comforting or, like, feel comfortable and stuff and, like, you know, just always know that will make you laugh or whatever? And she's like, no. And <laughs> just, I thought that was, like, <laughs> is what? that, like, a comment? Or, like, am I weird? I thought no, everyone had, I like, their that. favorite thing. Twitter, Twitter has that. Because, listen, I – so my – my okay, we should do comfort movies and comfort TV shows. 
Yeah. Okay. So my comfort TV shows are usually something like this. It's usually a form of Housewives, usually early seasons, probably it has been season three of New York Housewives or lately it was all of Dallas with my last anxiety breakdown. And then also Bob's Burgers. Um, let's see what else. Also like Brooklyn Nine-Nine was a really big deal for me. 30 Rock. Those are like my comfort ones. Movies. Um, I remember I used to watch in in middle school, I think, when I was anxious or depressed, I would watch She's All That. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually, I would make an exception. I think that one came out in 1998 or something, but I would even recap that. I would do. It's like, one of, it's I feel like most, I loved it. wonderful movie. But yeah, I it's that's so weird. I don't understand why people aren't like that. Do, do people not have anxiety and depression? <laughs> well, I feel like even if you don't have anxiety or depression or something, like, don't you have a favorite, like, movie that you'd be fine, like, watching over and over again? Or, so like, funny. A, like, I don't nothing, know. Not even a show? No, and like for me, uh, okay, let's go with TV shows. Well, it's like how people are obsessed with Friends, and they'll just watch it over and yeah, over again. Like it's a I, show. I, it's and I do love. Yeah, I like I like Friends, but I have no way of watching it now, so I can't watch it anymore. But um, yeah, like Thirty Rock was one. Kimmy Schmidt was a big oh, yeah. one. Um, oh, The Office, which I know everyone watches on repeat too. But uh, like just Parks and Rec, things like that, mm -hmm. like very easy to watch, and you know that you'll love it. And I think that's what it just feels safe. And good. Yeah. <laughs> and of movies, um, I do love all the Twilight movies. I don't know why, but they're just so comforting and peaceful, and I just love the story. I know it's ridiculous, but listen to our other episodes. Yeah. But uh, I also like all the Harry Potter movies. Um. She's a man for some reason has been a recent oh, one that I love oh, we watching need to recap over and over that. again. I haven't watched that one in a few years, I think. It's Are you listening to any podcasts? So, um usually I'll be watching like an episode or like while I'm working, I'll have my phone up and have like Netflix or Hulu on. So not really, but um I I mean my favorites my favorite murder is always fun. I know everyone likes that now, but um I just want to say I was listening to it like 3 years ago. But... <laughs> <laughs> whatever i would drive my husband to his job through a canyon and i it was like 30 minutes away and i'd listen to all the episodes i'd catch up because it was so it was really fun um did you watch the chris watts documentary on Netflix? no because there is, <gasps> well, no no no. Watch no, it. no 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 i don't need to because there is a a, a youtube channel that i okay we talked about youtube there is oh. one channel i do watch that is called um i think it's jcs psychology and they pretty much, I got all my Chris Watts information from that because they, they have all the same footage as the documentary does. But I have heard from, I don't know if they're actually psychologists, but just it makes sense to me. Um, so, because usually like these, I forgot the name of what this is, but those crimes where like um, a husband usually like kills all his entire Some family. Usually what they'll do. Well, yeah, usually what they'll do is they'll kill themselves yeah. after. So the fact that he didn't kill himself after he killed his entire family, um, he's like a sociopath. Like he, it wasn't like, he's not mentally ill. Like he just has no emotion. Or no, he's a narcissist. Yeah. That's what it was. Well, okay. So he thought he was important enough to be alive, but he could kill his children and his wife and like get away with it. Like he thinks he's special, which is well, like, so he, and he has like no remorse. Did you catch though? Cause like, okay. So as you know, as everybody's obsessed with true crime, we are both love true crime not like that it happens but like yes. the covering of it damn it um so like um okay because so like when i because i knew of chris watts i remember when it happened but yeah after watching the thing on youtube and like listening to podcasts and stuff all about it so like i was thinking too because usually somebody like that has something that usually happens to them in their past or like there's like a reasoning behind it right like every person like every serial almost every serial killer 
whatever murderer has something that's been plaguing them, some trauma that kind of is like, I don't know, made them the way they are in a way. So I was like, okay. And usually they, well, usually they have like behavior that kind of like points towards that. Like I've heard of other stories where like a husband was kind of abusive to his wife before he killed his family or like weird things like that. But Chris Watts didn't have any of that. He seemed totally uh, normal, which makes, makes it more well, scary. Okay. But except for one thing though, I did notice yes. that his mom has defended him Weird. and acts like he's on no wrong. And this really bothered me. What, okay. So in one of the like interrogation coverage of him, it was after he confessed, but he was still blaming, Sh- blaming Shannon and claiming he did it to save. And it obviously is a lie. He obviously, Shannon didn't hurt them hurt her daughters. It was all Chris. That's what he told his dad. And then his dad is like, okay, well, you know, whatever. And then he's like, oh, mom never liked her. And I was like, what? Hold up. Like, I just, I feel like, when Once. he was a mama's boy and i think he probably was never told no yeah. and that's why hit and i'm sure i think he got whatever he wanted at all times and so he was not used to having things not go the way he wanted and i think he liked having the idea of having like a marriage and like um kids and stuff all that and it's like i i just think he's a total narcissist because his mom and probably he just never got told no and that's why and i just because i hate when it's like mom never liked her like what like, who cares like i just i don't know it just kind of was gross it was like a true mother mama like mother boy kind of thing well did you know that his parents didn't even go to their wedding did they they didn't like, like her weird. at all no they didn't I go didn't to the wedding that. so they've never liked shanann also they gave when they were watching their kids like the mom i guess one of the girls was like allergic to peanuts or something and they are not like Anyway, they gave uh, her ice cream that had something in it. So she had like an allergic reaction. But the mom, or the grandma knew. <gasps> okay, that then she, there like, you go. The, the kid was allergic. Grandma's a psycho. And I, I say this and I have, I don't care if she hears this. <laughs> no, <laughs> no one but listens, she's a psycho. So. That makes total sense. Narcissist raises a narcissist. She's a psycho. Like, even if you didn't like them, why would you ever feed your grandkid something they were allergic to? Like, anyway, so that's my mm-hmm. whole thing. I think Chris Roth was raised by people who themselves were horrible. And then he probably never was told no. So when things weren't going his way, he was like, I'll get away with it. Like it just was so, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I did, I didn't watch the documentary, but I have um, listened to and watched a YouTube thing that I think gave me all the information I need to know. And uh, really fast too, I have a couple of podcasts I've been listening to. Um, Do you listen to true crime obsessed? No, um, she yeah, it's good. It. It's okay. So, um, <laughs> they're not paying me to do this. I just love them. <laughs> so, um, it's just so it's called True Crime Obsessed. It's hosted by Patrick Hines and Jillian Pensavale, and they both live in New York City. And um, they cover they don't they cover like true crime documentaries. So they'll watch the documentary and recap it, and they're pretty funny. So I'm actually they're they're the only um uh podcast I'm actually a patron of. So I pay five I pay them like three dollars a month. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that because <laughs> they have really good exclusive content. Like they're they're really good. So if you want to listen to them, I would too. If you, I were you, like um cold case files because they have really short. Oh, I started episodes, listening to that so today. Yeah. To that. Oh, I also like Red Handed. Yeah. They're kind of like my favorite murder, but they're British, and they have very soothing voices. How fun. But yeah, yeah. A true crime podcast. But- I'm sorry, <laughs> but anyway, so. No. <laughs> It's no, you know what? It's, too, it's um, too heavy. Everybody's doing one. We can't. Too saturated. I know, but I'm just gonna say, um, we because we will be recapping or not really recapping, but doing kind of like bio- bio- bi- biographies of different 
like actors and people that were influential in 2000s mm-hmm. pop culture. Uh, we're excited for the upcoming episodes. We still need to figure out everything and like schedule it all. But um, I think we'll maybe do more movies and like people and stuff like that. And maybe some more episodes. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Sorry about that long tangent about true crime yeah, stuff. You know. But do you have anything, <laughs> anything else you want to say? Um, no, just thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, if you're still here. <laughs> um, I hope you guys all had fun listening to this. Um, where can you, you find us? Oh, online? you can find us. Where, uh, oh, well, so you can find our podcast pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts. So we're on like Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts. On, is it Google Podcasts? Yeah, that's the, okay, I, Google, the one I use. Um, I think a couple other ones. There are Anchor, like just pretty much anywhere else. So check us out. Um, our Instagram is an evening in the odds podcast. It's evening in the odds podcast. And then our Twitter, which we also have is evening in odds, but I mean, it's evening and evening in the odds podcast. We also have a Gmail. If anybody ever, you know, wants to say hi, or if you have a question or even if you want we're waiting if you want to be on here and you're like if you want to be a guest (laughs) if you have something to say um also truly i would allow no i think we both would allow anyone to come on here as a guest and if you just ever want to chat or if there's a certain like movie you want to talk about or please email us or two if you have any stories of yourself from the 2000s and you want us to read them sometime send them over You know, I think it'd be kind of fun to, like, eventually, or even just for Halloween, like, find old pictures of us in the 2000s during Halloween time and, like, post them on our stories or something. And if anyone ever has a cool outfit from the 2000s that you want us to, like, post and are okay with us posting, I think that'd be fun. Or, yeah, any stories, like, like Emma said. So if you want to email us, it's eveningintheaughts at gmail.com. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think we'll have we'll have a couple new episodes uh, next week, and I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And thank yeah. you for listening. Have a good night. <laughs>